Hello fellow podcast travelers, welcome to Saybrook Insights, production of Saybrook University, an accredited, nonprofit, private institution of higher learning headquartered in Pasadena, California. Celebrating 50 years this year, our humanistic approach to online education has resulted in thousands of alumni the world over advancing the health and well-being of the communities we serve. My name is Nathan Long, president and host of this podcast. Today's episode features one of our illustrious integrative medicine and health sciences faculty members facilitating a mindful moment. We hope you find this experience an opportunity to recenter and relax. For more information about Saybrook and its programs, go to www.saybrook.edu. And now, join us for a mindful moment. Good morning. Welcome to the mindful moment provided by Saybrook University. Um, it's, I'm Don Moss, the Dean of the College of Integrative Medicine and Health Sciences, and it's my privilege to introduce our speaker this morning. Our speaker will be Donna Rockwell, who is a member of the faculty of Saybrook University, teaching both in the psychology curriculum and also in the Department of Mind-Body Medicine. Donna is a leader in the field of humanistic psychology as well as in the field of meditation and mindfulness. Um, she's been a leader in uh, Division 32 of the American Psychological Association, and we're privileged to enjoy her meditation guidance this day. Welcome, Donna. Thank you so much, Don. I really appreciate being here, as I do appreciate being part of Saybrook's School of Mind-Body Medicine, the College of Integrative Medicine and Health Sciences. Um, it is a place where we do teach students how to slow down so that they can actually be present with the people they work with in, in the healing, the helping professions. So I want to talk today a little bit about um, shamatha vipassana practice, which means mindfulness awareness practice. And it is so important in these days to learn how to slow down. Our amygdala or our fight and flight response is activated so much of the time that we really do need to learn how to control it ourselves, how to take the driver's seat back from our amygdala so that we can have calming energy going through us. So we're working from our prefrontal cortex, from our wise mind, and not from our activated fright, fear, light, fawn, um, freeze response. So mindfulness awareness practice is so important because what shamatha vipassana means is calm abiding first, developing a sense of calmness, which is why all of the relaxation exercises and meditations are so important. And it is only, only after we have achieved some sense of calm abiding, in other words, some sense of calming down our amygdala and reactivating our prefrontal cortex, our intelligence, our executive functioning, can we actually be in a place to experience insight? So calm abiding, shamatha, vipassana, insight. We must first develop calm abiding. So the first foundation of mindfulness is mindfulness of the body. So that is where we begin. We don't begin in some, you know, other space, 
some um, new age place. We begin grounded deeply in our own bodies. Our bodies teach us everything we need to know. So in mindfulness awareness practice, which I will now give instruction for, and then we'll practice together so that we can learn after you leave this class how to create a sense of calm abiding so you can achieve insight. We first bring our attention to our back as it is sitting straight. And they say the spine is straight up to heaven like a stack of golden coins. And so we sit with a strong back and a soft open front. Our hands are resting gently on our thighs and our eyes are either either open or closed ahead of us on the floor. A soft gaze or closed eyes. So it's important to keep the body in a contemplative, respectful, dignified stance. And it's also important to be self-forgiving. So if you find that you're slumping, simply just retake your seat with a sense of gentleness. We recognize the fact that thoughts are flowing by and we see them. And the idea is thoughts are no different than passing clouds. We simply just acknowledge them. We don't attach to them. Thoughts are not real in the sense that we can just observe them like passing clouds. When you notice a thought, you simply label it thinking and very gently they say, like a feather to a balloon, you simply bring your awareness back to the out breath as it goes out and dissolves into space. Every time you find yourself caught in the thought, whether it's after two seconds or two minutes or 20 minutes, you simply say, ah, thinking, and gently return your awareness to the out breath as it goes out and dissolves. Simultaneously, when we do this return, we are aware of incoming stimuli through our five senses. So we see the green of the tree. We feel our weight in the chair. We might feel, if we're warm, a little bit of sweat underneath our nose. We just become highly attuned to an awareness of things that normally bypass our awareness because we're so speedy in our speedy lives. Now, interestingly, in this moment in history, we're giving a strange and unique opportunity to slow down, to be present in every day and potentially in every moment. So there are four parts of the breath, the long, slow, dissolving out breath, a tiny gap, and then the in-breath naturally occurs, a tiny gap, and then a long, slow, dissolving out-breath. And it's said that all of the wisdom of the world is located in the gaps between breaths and in the spaces between thoughts. So this practice is fantastic at stopping the domino effect of thinking and letting us notice the space between and the gaps between our breaths. So let's practice together for the next few minutes, and then I'll come back with a concluding awareness. But simply become aware of your thinking mind, 
label your thoughts as you become aware of that. And in a sense of gentleness and self-befriending, a kindness to the self, just bring yourself back to the out-breath as it goes out and dissolves. Then the tiny gap, then the in-breath naturally occurring, tiny gap, and then the long, slow, dissolving out-breath. And so let's practice together. So as we gently come back to this present moment, feeling our body in the space, feeling the time we've just spent in quietness, we come to see that becoming awake in the present moment is achieved through awareness of thinking, being able to label our thoughts as such, not as truth, but as thought. Secondly, to become aware of our five senses, which bring us immediately to the present moment and stop any past or future catastrophizing or regret. And thirdly, it brings us directly back to the present moment. Sarah Lazar, in her study in 2005, 
found that the brains of long-term meditators had thicker cortexes than non-meditators. That is developed through this returning from being lost in thought to present moment. Lost in thought, labeling, thinking, returning to present moment. It is that action that creates the thicker cortex with neurons and dendrites that give us back control, give us back the steering wheel in our lives so we are not hijacked by thoughts and emotions, but can simply notice them. This notion of creating calm abiding first goes back to the very roots of meditation and mindfulness, which is discovering the awe and the beauty and the love and the ecstasy really in silence, in stillness, in quieting down the cognitive mind. As my grandmother used to say, there's a time and a place for everything. And there's a time for quieting the mind and a time for activation. We are better activators when we are calm and are able to develop insight. I'd like to read a quote from Pema Chodron, now for everyone, to end our session. Pema Chodron, one of my favorite teachers in the book, uh, it's actually um, an audio book, called Unconditional Confidence, Instructions for Meeting Any Experience with Trust and Courage, says, the root of true confidence grows from our ability to be in unconditional friendship with ourselves, to train in gentleness, and to trust in our natural intelligence to navigate life. Mindfulness cultivates our natural intelligence, and we do all know how to navigate our own lives. So thank you so much. Um, it's been a pleasure leading the meditation today. Um, my name is Donna Rockwell, and you could reach me through drockwell at saybrook.edu or my website, which is mindfulcure.com. So thank you to Saybrook for these mindful moments to keep us all centered and in touch with our own basic intelligence during these days. <laughs>